Yeah. Let's give it up for Liquid IV. Yeah. .com, baby. Promo code Nooners over there is going to get you 20% off your first order. Rage this weekend. Jobless on accident. I feel like it was an accidental rage this weekend. Yeah. And uh, I needed some Liquid IV to start off today. I start every day with a Liquid IV. Um, our kids are using Liquid IV. Yes. Um, they've got the new and improved sugar-free Liquid IVs as well. And Pear is back. Pear is back. That's my favorite. Pear was my favorite there. Um, big fan. But uh, hanging out, watching sports, hanging out with the friends and all that other stuff. You start boozing, you lose track of time, and then you're like, oh, shit. I need to rehydrate for the week. Got to pop in that liquid IV. Are you a daily girl? Because I don't see you every single morning all the time. Yeah, I'm a daily girl. So I do um, one of the sugar-free grapes Mm. or the sugar-free apple, which are my new faves, in 24 ounces. Okay. So it is supposed to be just in, they say, like, put a packet in 16, 8, 16 ounces. 16 ounces of water. that's going to hydrate you double um i put in the 24 ounce maybe onesie or twosie yeah and go through the day it's life changing i I call it hydration monday here on the show because it's uh it's one of those things where again you go hard over the weekends you got the kids you're not eating great uh you're boozing with some friends or whatever and then boom reset on mondays pop in the liquid iv and you're good to go um, but it's, uh, it's a little pouch. That's it. You're ripping open, popping into liquid 16 ounces or more and you're good to go. Super easy there. Three times the electrolytes, uh, no artificial sweeteners, eight vitamins and nutrients, non GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy weekends are for going wild. Have a game plan for Monday with liquid IV. Grab your liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Superior Hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. sauce of destiny. Yes. The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by GhostBed.com! Hello, everyone! Hello! This could be dangerous today. This could be absolutely fucking dangerous today. I'm inside the new studio, the Pentecostal Church that we bought here in Austin, Texas. Gutted it. All gone. Snakes are gone from the building. They're back on planes where they should be. And it's just me. Papa Bear. Coming to you live. The night before we move into the new studio, this is audio only. Truthfully, when it's just me like this, it's usually on Patreon because shit gets too wild. Gets too fucking wild. I don't know what the sponsors are going to say about today. Frankly, I've had enough hard AF seltzers that I also don't fucking care. Okay? I don't give a baker's fuck tonight i'm going for it okay whatever happens happens i'm leaving it all out on the fucking field tonight all right damn it i want to be as careless as best buy employees that's how careless i want to be tonight i want to not have one single fuck to give in this world 
like a Best Buy employee. I don't know if you're born with it. I don't know if it's Maybelline. I don't know what the gene is or what they're, they're passing out in the old break room at Best Buy, but those motherfuckers just don't care about anything in life. Nothing. Best Buy employees care about nothing in this life. Look, we showed you the video a few, few weeks ago on the old program about uh, some, some unlucky fellas that went inside, tried to steal all the phones from Best Buy, and, uh, and they got hit with some Madden moves. Uh, the defense in there from the Best Buy employees, it was a nickel D, okay? It was a nickel, nickel defense. They fucking shut it down, dude. They shut these motherfuckers down at Best Buy. We showed the footage from the security cam. It was amazing. Now, one thing I didn't bring up in that episode was the question of why. Why do they do it? Why do Best Buy employees care about a a $10, $12 an hour job to where they're like, you know what, man, I'm ready to put it all in the fucking line and tackle some robbers, right? I don't know if they're armed. I don't know what if they have any fucking knives on them or guns or explosive devices, but I'm ready to risk it all to save some iPhone 13s, dude. I'm ready for it. You want to take a fucking Samsung Galaxy? Not on my watch, hombre. I'll fucking suit up and tackle you. And I didn't ask that question. And I'm, I'm kind of miffed at myself for not doing it. Kind of, kind of peed off a little bit that I didn't, that I missed that. Because it was like, man, if I was working there and I was in, eh, I would say you're just out of JUCO. Like, I, nobody from college is actually working at Best Buy. It's usually a junior college flunk out, like a JUCO flunk out, who is in there, working there, and, you know, the average age range is probably 23 to 27 of these fuckers. Um, and it's usually dudes. It's usually fucking white dudes uh, with a, a neck beard or a ponytail or something like that. Uh, they're working there. And uh, this is kind of all they have left in this life, right? Um, but to risk it for 10 and $12 an hour, crazy to me, but they did that, okay? They did that because they, they obviously love Best Buy. I don't know what Best Buy is offering up as far as stocks and options and all that shit, bonds. Uh, I know they have a, uh, an employee discount, which is apparently so amazing that Ron Artest, a.k.a. Meta World Peace, uh, former superstar for the Lakers, Indiana Pacers, Malice at the Palace, that Ron Artest, when he signed his rookie contract, which was a million dollars a year, in the offseason, he got a job at Best Buy for one day so he could use the employee discount. That's a true story. I don't know. How much the employee discount is at Best Buy. But apparently it's good enough that Ron Artest, even after his rookie contract of a million dollars a year, was like, man, I need to fill out a job application, which he did, by the way. It's a true story. Filled out a job application, got a fucking job at Best Buy so he could get the employee discount, and then quit after one day. It must be so fucking amazing that people are willing to live on another fucking planet as far as mind safety goes as far as what goes on inside your mind and I I like to call it mind safety because I feel like we're all kind of playing with bumpers at the bowling alley as far as our mind safety is concerned where it's like man you go outside those bumpers inside your mind who knows what lies behind the fucking dark crevasses inside our fucking skulls right You got this mind safety that kind of blocks everything out. Some people lose their fucking mind. They're out of their mind safety zone. They go nuts. They go bug fucks and start shooting up places. Uh, I'm not sure how far these guys have stepped out of their mind safety zones inside their mind. I have no idea what happens to these fucking Best Buy employees. But it's got to be amazing. 
It's got to be fucking incredible to not give a shit about life like that. And the reason I bring this up today is there's a goddamn shortage on everything. Everything in this life now with fucking Joe Biden, there is a fucking shortage. I don't, you name it, copper, fucking chips for your car, tires, haircut shortages, all of all the things, there's a fucking shortage of it now. Nobody wants to work either. The government's giving you money. No one really gives a shit except for Best Buy employees. There's still people working at Best Buy. They're there. And I know because I had to drive around to three fucking Best Buys today to try to get a fucking TV. Why? They don't have any in the store anymore. Ah, there's a shortage. Sir, have you thought about going online? You know, I did think about going online, but I actually wanted to see the television before you shipped it through the fucking mail. Is that all right? Because otherwise, why would you have a 10,000 square foot store with Best Buy and huge fucking letters on the outside if I didn't want to come inside of it and actually pick my own shit out from my house? Why the fuck would you have that? Real estate, maybe? Sure. I'm willing to fucking subscribe to that theory. That's the theory of Scientology. Of like, hey, man, as long as we can keep this, this shill going, this fucking uh, uh, game, then we can buy up all the real estate in America, and then, you know, whatever happens, happens. If somebody finds Xenu or fucking flips on us, we can at least sell all this real estate and still be rich. I've heard that theory about Scientology. It might be true. Who fucking knows? And that might be the, the, the same thing with Best Buy. Every time I go in there, they have nothing. They have fucking nothing. Finally, on the last store that I was at today, uh, I hit my breaking point. I did. I had my Michael Douglas falling down moments with three motherfuckers in a Best Buy in the, in the TV section. Finally, the third Best Buy. There was no TVs in there. None. But yet, there was 80 hanging up on the fucking walls. So I was like, excuse me, do you have this one television that says you have it on your website here? It's at this store or whatever. And they were like, no, we don't really have it. Just three fucking dudes. One had a ponytail, skinny guy, goatee, probably had a huge cock. You know, we all know the stories about uh, uh, tall, white, skinny guys who look like white trash. Uh, with th- they have huge cocks. This this guy fit the bill for sure. He had he had some form of glasses on that was you know uh, uh, kind of a tinted fucking lens where you're like is that his attempt at being cool or has he been wearing these his whole life are these transition glasses i don't fucking know we all know that fucking guy right clearly knows every fucking dungeon and dragons um term there is in the book and then probably that he's probably got a 20-sided die in his pockets he's got multiple he's got die inside of his pocket it's that fucking guy okay you know exactly who it is uh, other guy was kind of a smaller, uh, again, these are all ju- like former JUCO guys uh, who didn't finish and didn't go to a real college after it. Uh, former JUCO guys where it was like, it was a kind of a stockier little dude, maybe five, four, probably played uh, football at a JUCO college because he, he didn't get any D1 through three offers and he was stuck at JUCO. He was like, ah, I can prove myself and then maybe, you know, Alabama or Ohio State will sign me. You know, one of those guys where it was like, bro, you're fucking five, three, five, four tops. You're not playing anywhere, hombre. You're not playing anywhere. Uh, and then the other dude was just your average tubby fucking, you know, six footer who was just sweating, sweating inside the store, even though it was fucking 60 degrees in there, like it always is in Best Buy. Um, no glasses on this fucking guy, but like, you know, shirt was halfway untucked. Not to be cool, it's just because his stomach would not allow that shirt to even remotely stick inside that fucking jean, dude. That fucking jean. Not a prayer. So I said, hey guys, I got this fucking TV on this site, and uh, do you have it? No, we don't have it. What should I do then? Is the third Best Buy I've been to today. What should I do? Just go online, buy the TV. It'll be there by next Thursday. Cool, cool, man. Um, so here's the deal. Just got a new place, 
and was really hoping to watch the U.S. Open this weekend, um, maybe the UFC. I'm not really sure. Wanted to put something on the old boob tube. Can I squire you for a TV, you fucks? No. No, we don't have that TV, though. We don't have that TV. What do you have? What TVs do you actually have? Because I see 80 behind you. Can I get one of those TVs? Well, you know, those are out of the box. They've been on for uh, 90 days straight, 24 hours a day. Blah, blah. Okay, great, great. Do you have one fucking TV in here? And of course they do. They got one TV in there. They got one fucking TV in there. That television costs $2,700. So $2,700 8K television. And the three of them just gathered around me like they were telling me an old campfire story, you know? Like there was going to be a fucking hook right on the rearview mirror at the end of this thing. You know, just gather. Let me give you a nice fireside FDR chat, okay? Let's really fucking sit down and go over life together. What do you think, Ross? Sure. At this point, sure. 190 degrees here in Texas. I'm running all over the goddamn uh, state trying to find a television for my family. And I was like, at this point, fuck you. Yeah, let's hear the story. Let's hear this fucking story. All right. Now, this TV, you're going to love it. It's, it's 8K. You can see fucking aerial shots, visuals. You can see inside people's clothes. You can, I mean, it's, oh, it's so, it's incredible. The pixel, fuck, all of the things that no one knows, cares about, all that other shit. They went into this huge sales pitch on it. My first question is, hey, guys, that was a great pitch. Do you get commission off of that? No. Okay. You just want to sell me a $2,700 TV? Well, it's the only one we have, sir. That's it. It's the only one we have. And we love it. We just love it. And I go, okay, great. Great. This, sounds, this all sounds great. Um, which one of you has this TV at your house or apartment or mom's basement, wherever the fuck it is you live in this world? That you're willing to give me a personal home review uh, that, hey, I have this in my house and it works amazing with everything. Silence out of all three of these fucks. No one had the TV. They had to look at one another sheepishly and be like, oh, I don't know. you have this TV? No, I don't have this TV, dude. You have this fucking TV? No, I don't have this fucking TV. Oh, you don't? <sighs> Weird. Because you work at Best Buy for 10 to $12 an hour and you don't have the $2,700 TV that you're trying to sell me right now? Huge shock, motherfucker. Silence again, you know? Huge, oh, no, we don't have, great. Why are you trying to sell me this TV? Well, sir, we, we think it's a great TV and, you know, you would love it and it's we love looking at it in the store all day long. I bet you do. I bet you do. You know why you love looking at it in the store all day long? It's set to a fashion show in Milan. And I, I watched it. Three different stores today. It's on repeat. Just fucking hot-ass supermodels walking down uh, a catwalk in Milan for some fashion week from God knows what fucking year. Did it look amazing? You bet. Now, did they shoot it in 8K deliberately for a Best Buy TV so it could live inside these stores and show you how great this TV is that you're going to miss out on the rest of your life if you don't fucking buy the $2,700 TV, you bet. You fucking bet they shot that. You know Best Buy had their fucking employee, uh, uh, their video department shipped out to Milan. They were like, look, we need you to get this footage in AK. Just sit at the end of the goddamn catwalk and film these hot-ass women modeling shit uh, uh, bring it back to us, and we're going to show it on repeat in stores across the nation. That's going to make people buy shit. Why? Because it's all dumb fucking dudes who want to stare at that. And then when they get home, they're going to be shocked to find that nothing is shot in AK. Nothing. The only thing that will look that good on that television is the footage inside the store at Best Buy because we don't shoot anything in 8K. Technology's not there yet. It isn't. It kind of is for sporting events, 
But if you notice, they only use it for select things, right? If, if, uh, if a UFC fighter is walking into the ring, great, 8K, or 8K. Uh, if, they're, if they're celebrating at the end, great, 8K. If they score a touchdown, your favorite team scores a fucking touchdown. If Tom Brady throws a pass to Gronk and he scores a touchdown, they'll show that part in 8K, and the rest of the background is blurry. But they can only do it for a few seconds because technology isn't there yet to show you the rest of the shit. Therefore, we're still a couple years out from AK shit from sports. Now, in sitcoms and real life and movies and all that shit, who fucking knows, dude? Who knows? I know we got the cameras for it in Hollywood. They exist. But that footage and the resolution is so fucking high, it eats up so many drives that it's kind of pointless. Matter of fact, I think, I think, I was in a conversation with a buddy of mine for a music video, one of those music uh, video production house. I think they have 16K, but it's fucking pointless because we're not even on eight yet. I know 16 is done. And all of it's kind of a scam where you're just like, all right, great, man. Every fucking two years, it'll be something, right? First, it was uh, SD. We had standard definition television. Then it was like, oh, shit, we got 720. 720, who doesn't want their fucking screen in 720? And then it was 1080. 1080's off the fucking chain, dude. Let's go bug fuck. And then it was just 1080 HD. Hell yeah. Everything you own sucks. You don't have 1080 HD. And then it turned into 4K. Yeah, man, you get the 4K? You don't have that 4K, dog? Fuck you, you poor. You fucking poor. You don't have 4K? Loser. God damn it, you're a loser. You've always been a loser, Ronnie. You don't have 4K at your house? You invited me over for a barbecue and you don't even have 4K over here, Ronnie? You fucking cunt. Fuck you, Ronnie. You piece of shit. God damn it, man. Fucking Warriors game was on tonight. I wanted to watch it in 4K. You only have 1080, Ronnie? Jesus Christ. You're lucky, Ronnie, if I don't fuck your wife in front of you tonight. Made me some delicious ribs, some Mexican corn. You don't have 4K, dog? Fuck you. If I had a bandsaw right now, I'd saw off your two legs. Let you sit here in your living room, legless, while I fucked your wife in front of you. You piece of shit. You poor piece of shit. Doesn't even have 4K. Get out of my face, Ronnie. Fucking asshole. And now that's not good enough. According to the Best Buy employees, you're a fucking loser. And they told me that. They were like, oh, you don't, you don't, you're not even going to consider AK? Why, why wouldn't you consider AK? And I told him the same speech. Nothing shot in AK. Holmes, I shoot every goddamn day for a living. Shoot film every, every fucking day. Every show we shoot is on film. It's on 4K. It's on fucking Spotify on 4K. Same as Rogan, just the two of us. And 4K is about the max. And even in 4K, we all look like shit. Don't we? We all look like shit. Maybe if you're younger, you know, you're you're like Austin Butler and Elvis. You look like that guy, you know. Take it back to the new guy. Sure, everybody looks great. And as you, you grow up and you get older, then the technology gets better. And it's just zoomed in where you can see every last pore on your fucking face. Uh, wrinkle everything else and it sucks it absolutely fucking sucks and now you want me to shoot in that and show that to the whole goddamn world come on dude come the fuck on right now son of a bitch 8k you might i might as well if you want to shoot an 8k i might as well spread my fucking asshole cheeks I, I, my, my cheeks, sorry. I've had a few hard AF seltzers tonight, okay? I don't care. You might as well spread my fucking cheeks and stuff the camera up my asshole. And then pan around so you can see every single thing that goes on inside my asshole like I'm fucking Dennis Quaid in inner space. If that's what we're doing, that's what, that's what AK is. You're, you're now seeing inside someone's asshole. Now, is it fine for professional athletes? You bet. 
They're all in their goddamn prime except for the golfers. They're all in their fucking prime, and it's like, sure, zoom in. It looks like a fun little party, and I feel like I'm there. For any male past the age of 32, which I barely am, wink, it's not sweet for the rest of us. So I don't really give a shit about AK. And that's what I told him. I go, what else besides sports or video games? Because let's face it, I'm looking at the three of these fucking dummies. That's all they really do for a living is play fucking video games at home while their, their parents are asleep and they chat with people around the world about whatever sweet kill they have or how they're going to kill you in whatever first-person shooter game it is. Okay? That's what it really is. That would look sweet in AK. Great. Go fucking kill a bunch of people in GTA and an and in 8K that's going to look amazing. You go look at end zone celebrations and uh, all the fun things in UFC that are dope. That's great in 8K. The rest of it is dog shit. You don't need to see me in 8K. You don't need to see Rogan in 8K. You don't need to see a lot of people in 8K. I bet you Margot Robbie would look like shit in 8K. Okay, that's one. Two, we're not there yet technology-wise. We're just not. Probably two years away. Oh, but you want to get the first, you want to have the first one first because it's going to happen. It is going to happen. And guess what's going to happen in two years when everything catches up with it? 16K will be out. Ronnie still won't have that shit at his fucking barbecue, bro. He won't have it. So they're trying to sell me on this fucking television. And finally, I just said, is that the only TV you have in the goddamn store? Is that it? Is that all you have in this fucking place? Yes. Yes, sir, it is. It's the only television we have. Now we're getting to the good stuff. Now we're getting into the meat and potatoes. Brother. Now we just fucking tore off our shirt, poured gravy all over our chest, and, and stuffed that meat and potatoes right inside our anuses together. Now we're getting somewhere, okay? Now I'm hungry. Now I'm fucking hungry, dude. So that's the only TV you have in this store? Yes, sir, it is. Are you positive? Yes, it is, or else we would have given you the one that you asked for. Great. Great. So then if this is the only TV that you have in this store, what the fuck are the three of you dummies going to do once somebody buys it? Silence, again, out of these fucks. Silence. Nothing. I go, there's 80 TVs on the wall. None of those are for sale, and I wouldn't want them anyways, right? Yeah? No, you don't want those, sir. You definitely wouldn't want those. It's out of the box. It's out of the box. They've been dinged. They fucking came on late at night. We don't. Sorry, sir. Okay, great. Once this, this $2,700 8K television is sold, what the fuck are you guys doing other than guarding the televisions that are on the fucking wall? What is that? Are you just security at this point? Because that, that kind of feels like that's all you're being paid to do right now. You're trying to sell me one TV and the whole fucking store because that's all you got. Everything else you're telling me to go online for. What are you, other than just glorified security guards, at this point guarding 80 TVs on the wall at Best Buy, which is already half empty? I haven't even gotten to the rest of the goddamn store yet. Look around that place. I feel like Will Smith and his fucking dog. And I am legend, dude, walking around the Best Buys. You're like, oh, shit, they don't have anything. I don't got dick in here. I can, just, I can just walk around and fucking eat canned beans off the floor in this motherfucker. And ain't nobody going to say a goddamn thing to me. So what are you guys doing other than guarding these televisions? And is that worth it? Silence. And this time I finally, I just, I, I was ready to get the fuck out of there. I go, the silence is golden, gentlemen. Because... I'll go ahead and answer this question for you. You're going to get fired. Everything's going to be online. And this is going to be a fucking warehouse where you're going to be sweating your dick off, shipping these TVs out to my fucking house. You're not going to be able to sit around like fucking cool in the gang and spin me a yarn. Try to try to get me to buy the one TV you have in the store. 
And after, and it was the three of them just shrugged at the same time, not giving a baker's fuck. Didn't care, nothing. Nothing. I felt like a, a prison guard in those scared straight documentaries where, where there, there was always that one kid who was like, fuck you, this isn't real. I don't give a shit. I mean, I'm going home after this. I'm going to my mama after this. You, I don't care what you scream at me. Let alone when that kid actually gets locked up in 10 years and gets raped repeatedly. But that's what I felt. I felt like the, the security guard was like, oh, shit, man. I'm not, it's not getting through here to the, the fucking kids. The fucking three dummies who were working here. I'm not getting through to them on this one, man. They're more than willing to hit that unemployment button on their computers, at their parents' house, on the desktops, the old desktops that their parents have, and, uh, and just collect a check every week. They don't give a shit. These motherfuckers have nothing to live for. That's what I thought to myself as I was walking out, this, out the store. And then I get in my car, but I illegally parked in a handicapped spot because nobody else was at Best Buy because they don't have shit. I thought I was going to buy a TV. That's why I parked in the handicapped spot. I thought I had to, to put the old tailgate down in the pickup truck, get ready to load my TV on there. I was mistaken. I was sorely mistaken. Then I started up the car, and I sat there for a second. And I was like, what, what is it? What, what, what the fuck is it that these people just don't give a shit, that these Best Buy employees don't give a shit about life? And why am I so angry about it? Why am I so pissed off that all these fucking dinglings just don't give a shit about their job, keeping it where they work or anything else? Why am I so angry about that? Why is there this inner white man rage that is just boiling inside of me right now? And then I looked up in the rearview mirror and I locked eyes with myself. Man. Locking eyes with his steed. And I said, oh, shit. Fuck, dude. I know what this is. This is power. This is pure, unadulterated power. This is what it feels like to not give a fuck about anything in this world. And you know what your problem is, Ross? You're jealous. You're jealous of the Best Buy employees. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, brother. You're fucking jealous, dude, that these three dicks don't do anything all day. They don't care if they lose their job. They actually kind of like working at Best Buy so you can see hot-ass models walking around in 8K on the one television behind them all day long. They can share JUCO stories together. Share the times of the, the football teams they almost made. Uh, share the, the fucking uh, video game outings they're going to go on together in the tournaments that they may or may not enter. Talk about Dr. Disrespect to each other. Fucking ninja. Shit like that. They don't have to worry about life. They don't have a wife. They don't have kids. They don't have shit. And that's true freedom. That's true fucking freedom a best buy employee equals fucking freedom dude it's incredible i mean it is absolutely fucking unbelievable and it changed my whole perspective driving over to the studio today i was like ah shit man what if i did this wrong what if i did this whole goddamn life wrong i don't have that freedom in my mind right now i'm i'm enraged i'm pissed I'm angry about shit because I can't get a fucking TV for my three kids to watch Gabby Dollhouse on Netflix on. Can't watch the fucking U.S. Open this weekend that I bet on. Can't watch it. Can't get a fucking television, dude. I'm going to have to order online. It'll be here, I don't know, 48 hours, three days. Who fucking knows? It'll be here after the thing uh, that I want to watch is, is actually on. And I thought to myself, motherfucker, man, maybe I'm doing this life all wrong, dude. Maybe buying a house isn't it. Maybe having uh, kids isn't it. Maybe having a wife just isn't it, dude. Maybe, just maybe, 
I should have given it a shit less about what I did or money or, or cars or houses or all that shit and just stay with my parents and, and been a Best Buy employee. Is that it? Is that the fucking happiness? Is that the end of the rainbow? Is that the pot of gold? I'm not sure. I'm not fucking sure. But I know this. I went to three different stores today. And I was met with the same attitudes out of every fucking employee that worked there. What do they know that I don't? What is it? This is going to fucking haunt my dreams tonight. What do they know that I don't fucking know, dude? I want in. I want the fucking answers. Kind of like that Tom Cruise story I told you a couple weeks ago on Patreon. Meeting Tom Cruise. Locking eyes with that motherfucker. Amazing human being. Truly. I'm, I'm being actually super sincere when I say that. An amazing person. What is it about Scientology that makes him such an amazing person? Now I'm curious about it. Can't stop thinking about it. Same with B, working at Best Buy. What is it? What the fuck are they doing there? What are they giving their employees? Is there a fucking secret L. Ron Hubble Bible Hubbard Bible? It, what, what is it? What the fuck is going on? Is there, a, is there something in the manual at Best Buy that makes you not want to give a shit? I don't fucking know. And now I'm going to think about this nonstop for the next 72 hours. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. This is going to live inside my mind for the next three days of my fucking life, dude. Trying to guess what is up with these people. It's crazy. I've never seen a level of just not giving a fuck like this, and I'm jealous. I'm actually jealous of you guys. So if you're out there and you're working at Best Buy right now uh, and you say to yourself, hey, man, fuck you, Ross, just skip forward to this moment and know that I'm fucking jealous of you. You want it, life. I'm the fucking loser. I'm the fucking loser. That I care this much. You guys win. I mean, I'm and, and I'm sorry. I apologize for looking down on you today. Didn't realize until I left the last store. You guys have figured out life. I'm the idiot. I'm the fucking moron. Driving through these fucking streets here. Trying to figure out life. You guys have it all figured out. I'm the fucking asshole. Crazy. Crazy. Well, like I told you at the top of the show, we get some sponsors. Uh, don't know how thrilled they're going to be with this content today. Don't fucking care. Don't fucking care. I've had enough hard AF seltzers uh, to kill a small goat that weighs 84 pounds. So I don't really give a shit today. Okay? First and foremost, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. I was hoping to watch fucking TV. <laughs> My ghost bed tonight. <laughs> And no, I'm not kidding when I say that. I'm not, I'm not joking. I was hoping to stretch my shit out in my adjustable base of my mattress, watch a little tally in my, uh, my new room. Can't do that. Instead, I'm just going to be staring at a wall. And though if the fucked up thing is the bracket is in, too, so I'm just staring at a bracket on the wall. No television on it. Fucking insane. But I can tell you this, having had this ghost bed for years at this point, for fucking years, I'm not lying about this goddamn thing. It's the best. It really is the best mattress I've ever owned. Love that shit. Fucking love it. Love the adjustable base. Love all of it. Nothing makes me happier in this world. Working a long day, getting fucked up with you guys, doing live shows, all that other shit, and then coming home, sleeping in the ghost bed with a fucking adjustable base. I crank that bitch up to TV mode and enjoy my life. Now, tonight I'm going to enjoy the mattress alone. I have no television. You can bet your sweet cock. I will have it soon, and I'll be in that ghost bed enjoying my life. If you want 30% off everything in the entire store, by the way, just type in that promo code Drinking Bros at checkout. You're good to go. Good to go. Pillows, sheets, I've got all of it. I've got all their shit. i got everything they have. Fuck, if ghost bed was a religion, I'm in. Fuck, you could fucking Jim Jones me in that shit, bro. I've got all of it. Everything they have in that store, I have it for real. And I'm right now. I'm too. I'm too drunk to not be honest about this shit. Let's go to ghostbed.com forward slash stringer bros. I know they got a sixty month pay as you go program at the bottom of the page. If you need it, probably you do. 
recession is here, it feels like. Inflation's through the fucking roof. Maybe take that option. Combine all those deals I talked about with that. Brand new bedroom set. 20, 25 bucks a month. Congrats, homies. I did that for you. Okay? Jesus rose so you could have discounts from Ghostbed. <laughs> also just refer to myself as Jesus, which is nice. Man, where are we tonight, Ross? Let's go, fam. Uh, next up, we got monkpack.com. What up, monkpack? Hello, monkpack. Love that shit, too. We had a few listeners in the studio today, and they were like, yo, dude, what the fuck is up with the monk pack? I'm like, it's amazing. We just keep eating it. I'm not really sure. Uh, and he's like, do you have any? I was like, yo, I hit a box. So here's how good monk pack is. Uh, by the way, promo code Nooners is going to get you 20% off that. Get the variety pack, try them all out, and then get a bunch afterwards. I, I, think, I think we're ordering like 10 or 15 boxes to the office a month. It maybe lasts a week, tops. Homeboy was like, hey, do you... Can I get some? I was like, yeah, I stashed this box. Uh, we just moved out of the old studio. Uh, and I stashed a box at the top left. I can say what it is now. Because now these fucking idiots aren't going to find it and or eat it. And I gave it to this listener. And I was like, I'll tell you what, eat this shit. If I'm lying to you, I'll let you spit it up in my face. And I sat there and watched him eat it. And he was holy shit, bro. What the fuck? And he, he owns a ghost bed. And he was like, yo, dude. You aren't lying when you do these shows. And I was like, I try not to. Fuck. I was like, there is. If you come into the office there, there, or if you were at the old office, there in the back, there's like littered sponsors that we fucking nuked. We were like, eh, this product sucks. I can't sell this shit. Uh, so the ones we do do are fucking amazing. And uh, Monk Pack is one of them, dude. So go to monkpack.com today. Promo code Nooners, 20% off. M U N K P A C K. Dot com promo code Nooners twenty percent off. It's all like fucking seeds and uh, granola. It's amazing, dude. Three carbs, two sugars, one hundred fifty calories. Let's fucking go. Great snack in the afternoon. Okay, Daddy's trying to watch his girlish figure. I love MonkPack dot com promo code Nooners twenty percent off. Last but not least, we got HardAFSeltzer dot com. If this entire episode isn't the reason why you're not getting, I mean. Boy, you should get it just for this. This is how it makes you feel. It makes you feel alive inside. 8%. No carbs, no sugars, no gluten, if you give a shit about that. But all the goddamn fun. Best tasting seltzer of all time. I don't really give a shit. We spent a year and a half on it. Same thing, man. I wasn't going to allow this to go out to the public unless it was great. Go to hardafseltzer.com today. We ship to 42 states. It'll ship right to your fucking door. And it. And more importantly, it helps the shows. It does, man. It helps the company. For real, man. If we can get this shit out nationwide, it'd be fucking amazing, dude. We're in stores in Tennessee right now. Uh, slowly going state by state. We can get this out to the world. Damn, dude. Damn. It'd be fucking amazing. It really helps the shows, for real. Um, so go to hardafseltzer.com today and do it. Because uh, we made it with love. Okay. Made it with a lot of love. You know what else was, was made with love today? Was the Chili's baby back rib son. My God, man. It was just made with fucking love. We all know the song. We all know the song at this point. Chili's baby back rib barbecue sauce. We know that song. I want my baby, my baby, my baby. Chili baby, baby. Barbecue's all. We know that song. We love that song. We fuck to that song. We've eaten to that song. We've punched grandmothers in the face to that song. We've butt fucked in the rain to that song. And it was joyous. When you heard it, it was so much joy. You're like, man, those are some soulful motherfuckers. You know? I've never met the parents of boys to men. Never seen them. Don't know what they look like. But in my mind, the guys who sang the Chili's, I want my baby, my baby, my baby, my baby, the ones who sang that song had to be the fathers of all of the members of boys to men. Had to have been. Had to have been the fathers to, to, to them. And then the video finally came out today. 
all these years later. I, what is that? Twenty years? Twenty five years? I don't even fucking know at this point. The song's been famous forever, and god damn it, if they haven't used it in every fucking commercial for for years, Chili's. Talk about getting mileage out of a goddamn song, man. I don't know if those guys got paid properly, but shit. Chili's probably gave him like a check for eighty bucks, made him sign the the life rights away, and then that was it. Those motherfuckers have been streamed more times than Post Malone on fucking Spotify. Today they finally released the behind the scenes footage. They filmed it. They filmed these guys singing that song back in the day. I put the footage on my Instagram. It's on a, at stjames stjames, and uh, it's incredible, dude. It's incredible. Not because of how great their voices is. That yes, that is incredible. It is amazing. It's amazing. But what is incredible is the friendship there, the warmth, the magic. It felt like these guys had grown up together in the streets of Philadelphia, maybe singing around a fucking barrel full of fire in an alley, singing these songs, and then some chilies, some white chilies, rich executive pulled them off the fucking streets of Philadelphia they were singing barbershop songs right around that old old barrel full of fire just to stay warm. Maybe taking a nip at something. Nip at some henny late at night. Singing just to have some spirit, just to have some hope in this world. And a white Chili's executive rolled up in a limousine, rolled down the window, and he said, Well, boys, I love your sounds. How'd you like to make a record? And the guys are like, damn. I want my, I want my, ba- I want my baby, my baby, baby. And then he's like, yep, let's, let's cut a record, fellas. Let's do it. Hop on in the limo. Not mine, the one behind me, okay? I don't want you touching me and I don't want to smell you. Like, that's what it felt like to me when, it, when I saw this behind-the-scenes footage that this, this amazing white man pulled up in a suit and a fancy limousine with another empty limousine behind it. So he didn't want to be near the homeless people. Got him a nice hot bath. Probably took him to a Motel 8. Not a, not a high-end, like not, not a Four Seasons, even though he could have. But he, he said, man, I think budget-wise, I could probably get away with just a Motel 8. Like these guys, that's probably a step up, you know? Who cares? Who fucking cares? Let's do that. Let's, let's, let's get him in a Motel 8, clean him up, get him some clothes from TJ Maxx. And then put him in a studio. Put him in a recording studio. Give him a shot. Okay? Give him a real shot in this world. To make something of themselves. To make a hit song. They've been standing around that fucking barrel out in the alley for too long. Trying to stay warm. Keep their spirits going. By just singing barbershop quartet songs. You know, from the 1950s. Let's give him a shot. A real shot in his life. And then they got into the studio. <laughs> you son of a bitch. You fucking son of a bitch out there. I know what you're thinking. I know exactly what you're thinking. I bet you they spent hours in that studio. You're goddamn wrong. You're fucking wrong, dude. Pull, if you're listening to this in a car, pull over right now. Look at yourself in the mirror. The same way I looked at myself in the mirror after I got out of that last Best Buy today. Look at yourself in the mirror. And ask yourself this, why the fuck would talent on this level, a level of a Chili's baby back ribs, barbecue's all, why would talent on that level need multiple takes? They didn't fucking need multiple takes. One take Timmy's up in that bitch. One take. He nailed it. And then... And only then did they look around and say, you know what? Let's do one for safety. Let's just do one for safety and have a little fun with it. Maybe improv, throw a fun line at the end. Barbecue's all. Goddamn right that's what they did on that second take. And then they laughed. They high-fived. They enjoyed each other. Spirit of it. You know, the spirit of the whole thing, white Chili's executive inside the booth, 
giving the old index finger in the air like, you got it, boys. You fucking got it. We're all done here. We're all done here today. I'm going to have a limo send you right back to that fucking dirty alley you were living in, singing around that barrel because I'm all goddamn done with you. Okay? I'm going to give you a $25 coupon card to Chili's. If you're hungry, you can use it on your own time. Please eat at the bar. Let's not reserve a table or anything. Like, just eat at the bar and then get the fuck out of there. Uh, just, just, it's 25 bucks. Let's go apps only or maybe just the chicken fajitas. The sizzling chicken fajitas. Just one item and a drink, you know? And then get the fuck out of my establishment. That's probably what they gave these guys. But when you see the joy in their faces... And them just coming together to sing this song and get two takes of it and executing the greatest theme song for any restaurant in the history of the world. You believe in miracles. Good things do happen to bad people. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I don't know if they're bad people. <laughs> I have no idea if they're bad people. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't know if they're bad people. All right. They look like decent folks. Who knows? But man, they fucking executed a winner with that. And it was special. It was special to see. And it was just a little glimpse on the inside, you know, where you're like, man, son of a bitch. What could have happened to these guys? Could they have been boys to men if only a, a white, rich executive had pulled up in that dirty ass alley in philadelphia you know 20 years prior who knows who fucking knows the world is cruel it is unfair and it is not kind it's just not i'm sorry it's not kind these guys deserve better they deserved a real fucking shot (sighs) at least they got one finally you know Man, did they make the most out of it, didn't they? Son of a bitch. I'll, I'll challenge you at home. Name a better restaurant theme song than I Want My Baby Back, Baby. And you'll be singing this for the next week or two. Guaranteed, you'll be singing this fucking song for the next week or two. These guys did that. What did you do? What did you do with your lives? Huh? They made the fucking Chili's theme song. What did you do with with your life? Do you have anything to say at a dinner party with the neighbors or at a family reunion that is that well-known and impressive as the fucking Chili's I Want My Baby Back theme song? I think you need to ask yourself that. So before you pull down your pants all the way to your ankles, and then roll down your underwear past your knees, just just above the, the top of the calf, and shit on these guys, know that you've probably never come close to making something as great or as world-renowned as the fucking Chili's theme song. You haven't done it. I'm sorry that you haven't done that. Okay? I'm really fucking sorry that you haven't done that, so stop judging them. Stop grabbing a pack of dude wipes on your way to Philadelphia to find the alley where these guys are singing today so you can wipe your asshole after you shit all over these guys. Because they they did something that, that very few people do in this world. They created a memory that burns inside of us for the rest of our lives. It is seared into our our fucking minds and we'll never, never get it out. Those guys did that. What the fuck did you do today? Huh? What the fuck did you do today, bro? I want my baby, 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 chili, baby, barbecue sauce. They fucking did that. And what'd you do? What the fuck did you do at home today? 
What'd you do on your car today? Not that. You didn't create a Chili's theme song, did you? So I challenge you to go to my Instagram at stjames, stjames. Just watch this 48-second behind-the-scenes video of these guys having fun. Executing a song to perfection. Maybe, just maybe, it'll inspire you to do something important in your own life. I don't know if I'm the guy to do it. I don't know if I'm the inspiration you're looking for. I hope so, but I don't know that I, that I am. It might be the Chili Singers. It might be these fucking guys, dude. These dirty hobos that were cleaned up off the streets of Philadelphia singing around a barrel of fire. That might be your inspiration. Who knows? But that's the reason I'm telling you today. We all need to be inspired. God damn it. Today, my inspiration was the Best Buy employees. Tomorrow, yours might be the Chili Singers, dude. I don't know. Your last name's not Patterson, so I'm not your fucking dad. But what I do know is, every time I hear that song now, for the remainder of my life, I'm going to think about this behind-the-scenes footage of these guys getting together, laughing, smiling, having a great fucking time, and creating arguably the greatest restaurant theme song of all time. And it's inspiring. Okay? It's really fucking inspiring, dude. God bless these young men, you know, or old men. I don't know. I don't know how old or young they are. Hard to tell. Hard to tell, you know. I, I'd say mid-50s. I don't really know. But I'd, I'd say mid-50s. But they look great, and they were full of fucking spirit and heart. These guys, the fucking gumption in these guys was something else. So if you're having a shit day out, out there in the world, and you're like, man, I've got this one idea, and I don't know if I'm going to ever be able to do it, or, or my boss is ever going to see something inside of me, find that greatness inside of me. I don't know if that's going to happen in my life. You watch this video and know that it's possible, Okay. Just watch watch the fucking video. That's all I'm really asking. All right? And I hope one of you does fucking do something crazy with your life where you're just like, hey, dude, I get a fucking email or a DM five, ten years from now. They're like, man, Ross, you're not going to believe this. You're not going to fucking believe it. But do you remember that episode you did about the fucking chili singers, dude? I listened to that, and then I watched the footage on your Instagram, and it changed my fucking life, bro. You know what I did? I created a fucking Michelin tire song. Yeah, Michelin man came out and fucking sang the whole goddamn song. That was me. I did that. Rolling with the homie. Whatever the fuck this song is called, right? Whatever a tire song would be called. And you're like, I, I did that, Ross. I was inspired. I was inspired by that podcast you did. For Ten, five years ago, whatever it was. And somebody let me record a, a theme song for Michelin. I'm, I'm tire boy. I'm, I'm tire boy. Oh, you're fucking tire boy? Shit. Fucking love tire boy, dude. Rolling with the homie? That was you? Tire boy? Shit, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was me. And it was because I listened to your podcast, Ross, that I, I created that amazing song for fucking Michelin. I'm tire boy, dude. This is awesome. I changed my life. Made a ton of money. I got out of my double wide. I stopped all the domestic violence I was, I was causing against my wife. Stopped beating my children. I stopped leaving a, a, a hanger on the stove and letting it heat up for about 15 minutes just to press it against their skin, just to hear the And smell that burning skin. I stopped doing that, Ross. Because I listened to your podcast. And I created a, a song from Michelin. And I'm Tire Boy. 
I did that because of you. And that's that's really why I do these shows, you know, is is to inspire you guys. Uh, and I hope one of you comes up to me one day and says that. I'm, t- I'm fucking tire boy, dude, from Michelin. I did that because of you. That would make my fucking day, dude. That would absolutely make my fucking day. Now, will it happen? That's up to you, okay? You've got to want to create the greatness. I can't do that for you. The, the Chili's guys are an anomaly. Global sensation. They're a fucking anomaly, and, uh, and not everybody has that inside of them. And that's okay to admit as well. There's no shame in that. Because that's, that's another thing, too. If you want to come up to me in the streets five, ten years from now and be like, hey, Ross, man, I listened to that show, and I tried. I, I was inspired by it, and I, I finally gave it a shot at this one thing, and I, I, I failed. I didn't do it. I couldn't do it. I just didn't have that in me. I would understand. Some of us may never have that chili song, ever. And that's okay, too. But you got to try. You got to get out there and fucking try. God damn it. That's kind of what I wanted to chat about today, you know. I think I only made one reference about butt sex tonight. I think just one was the only one, which is pretty shocking. Uh, Might have broken a record for the word fuck on a podcast. Not real sure. Also don't really care. Uh, final count on the old hard AF seltzers is, whoops, I'm having one more. Whoopsies. Whoops, do, do I need to keep going? God damn it. Do I need to keep going, dude? Am I cracking another one? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Oh, that's nice. That is nice. Cracking one more. New studio is pretty close to my house, so I don't really care. And I'm above the law anyways. Who cares? You know, what the fucking drinking bro gets arrested for DUI. Big deal, right? Huge shock. Stop the presses. <laughs> drinking, bro. Host gets arrested for drinking. Whatever, man. Oh, the, God damn, these things are nice, though. Really, really fucking nice. Uh, but, yeah, the new studio is uh, is is almost complete. Uh, we are almost done with it. It's actually the very first show inside of here. I'm, I wasn't lying about that. Uh, gutted the old Pentecostal church. Snakes are gone. Yes, there was snakes in here and a fucking metal horse trough looking device with some electrical wiring in it to keep the snakes warm because I guess that's a fucking thing. Uh, gutted the entire place. Uh, we're off at 290. Um, we move in next week and uh, yeah, you'll be able to, I just think, I think there's a, there'll be a location on it to be honest with you. Uh, we laid down fucking AstroTurf like a football field, had lines painted on it, all, all the fun shit. It's a whole it's a whole fucking production here. It's nice. Now the question is, will we have to move the video over to Patreon and actually pay for these people to work here? TBD. Teebs on this one. Timmy Tebos. I don't know, because we don't make dick off of uh off of YouTube. Not enough to pay for all this shit. And that's and that sucks because I love I love uh I love making this this video show. Um but we have to find a way to pay for it. And uh, that's the tough thing. Because, you know, I've raged about this before, but we don't have any investors. We don't have any of that shit. Uh, some of the people that have reached out about it, questionable where their money came from. <laughs> Definitely don't want to take any Democrat money. Okay? I want to take that. Might not have a choice one day. Uh, but, no, we love making video. And, uh, you know, we're... We're on Spotify doing the video for Drinking Bros. Uh, we might have to move some shows over to Patreon just to pay people salaries and all that shit. And it's not like, look, I, I've I've bitched about this before in the past where I, I just read off the numbers. I think we're making like 1200 a month off of YouTube total. And there's like, I think, 60 shows that go up a month. Whew, brutal to say out loud. But um, it's not the $1,200 that we really give a shit about on YouTube. It's not. It's actually the views on it. Um, if we weren't shadow banned and it was it was uh, um, properly sent out to the world, um, then we could charge for just the view numbers, like advertisers and shit. And that way, it wouldn't really matter. We we, we would just keep going that way. But uh, unfortunately, YouTube hates us, all of our programs on this network, and 
what the fuck ever, man. You know, it is what it is. Uh, so we might have to switch some shows over to Patreon. But if you if you come, if you're in Austin, Texas, you want to come see the new studio, have some drinks, some laughs, uh, and see the football field we've created inside of here and all this crazy shit, it's worth it. Man, it's been a long fucking time. We bought this last August. And uh, fuck, it's June, man. It's almost been in a, a year. It's been a fucking year. We got this goddamn thing. Shouts out to Lloyd Burke for doing the ceilings in here. Those look nice. Um, built a producer's booth and building a new kitchen and all that shit. Uh, and slowly but surely, building a real fucking life in here. I feel like Pat McAfee, except without $30 million a year from FanDuel. You know? That's what I feel like. Um, and you guys have, have helped do this along the way without you guys listening and supporting and, and going to Patreon and, and giving money in the chats, uh, telling your friends about this, sharing episodes, reviewing them, rating them on iTunes and Spotify and all that shit. None of this would even be possible. Uh, and for those old school homies who, who were around from the garage days with Jared to, uh, the Wilmington garage to the first office building over there in Wilmington to the second one over in Wilmington uh, to the, the third here in Austin. Um, that studio was nice, but this one will blow your tits off. We are like, holy shit. God damn. Way to go guys. Way to fucking go. Did I die along the way? Almost die along the way to, to try to make all this shit happen. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's almost fucking killed me. But it's worth it. Today, at least. Looks amazing. Just me getting drunk here right on the fucking 20-yard line. Inside the goddamn studio, and that's fun. And it's all because of you guys, and you continue to support us and listen to us. And uh, jokes aside, uh, I'm extremely grateful. And I love you guys, and you're always welcome here. You always have a home here. You can always come and have drinks, hang out, watch the show. Uh, We've hired... Some of you guys over the years paid you full quotes and all that shit. So we don't take discounts. We know you got to put food on the table just like everybody else. And, uh, and we're grateful because you guys built all this shit. And uh, all I can say is thank you. This is the very first show in the new studio. Appreciate you guys tuning in day in and day out. Good night, everyone.